welcome back to Eating Adventures, a food search exploring must-eats in notable restaurants. Order up! I'm Chloe. And I'm Haley. And we just like to welcome everybody back from winter break, and we hope everyone had a very good holidays and a happy new year because it's officially 2024! Which is crazy because that means we graduate next year. And that means we're going to college next year in a way, because like, you know... We go to college in the fall of 2025. And we'll be applying to colleges this year. I know. Eek. Um, that's so scary. But that also means that it's time for our first episode of Opposites the Like of the season. So welcome to Opposites the Like Winter Break Edition, version 3. Junior year, Opposites alike. Um, It'll be a good one because we've got some international destinations this year. We do. We do. Um... So let's just like start off about like where we went generally. So I went to um, the motherland, um, Vietnam, and me and my family, we like traveled all over like the southern part of the country. So I went to a lot of different places and it kept me very busy. Do you want to share how many planes you went on? Um, That's a hard one to count, but definitely more than like five or six, I would say. But I did go to eight hotels so that definitely says something in the span of 15 or 16 days i went to eight hotels that must be a lot you know it was a lot were you tired by the end i was a little bit but um it was like a good way to see as much as possible you know it was just a lot crammed in to one trip how many cities did you visit i visited one two Three, five cities. No, six cities. All over the country or just Just in the southern part. part. Are there a lot of cities in the northern part? Well, there's like the capital, Hanoi, in the northern part that we didn't get to go to because it was so far away. Um, And like we are like the primary part that we like focused on was Saigon slash Ho Chi Minh City, which is in the southern part because like that's nearest where my grandparents live on my dad's side as well as my mom's side of the family lives like, an hour flight from there, so we try to, like, center around, like, visiting family, mostly. Did you go with your cousins? I went with my cousins and, like, my grandma and mom's side. We, like, met up for, like, five days when we were visiting my mom's side of the family, because, like, uh, my great-great-grandma, no, not my great-grandma, just my great-grandma, she's turning 104, and she lives in this city called um, Bamatwat, yeah, which is, like, an hour away from Saigon by flight. And, like, that's one of the main reasons why we went to Vietnam. First time meeting her? Yes, yes, it is the first time I met her. And it was so cool, because, like, she's just such a historical figure, I feel like, because she's been alive for so long. For sure. But now onto the food. Um, do you want to talk about your restaurants, your top faves? So, I guess to start off, we can do Ho Chi Minh City slash Saigon. And my family and I, we stayed in district one which is the most popular district um and it's where like benton market is which is like the famous market with lots of like clothes fakes foods um and the first restaurant we went to when we the morning no was the morning after we landed i think um is called propaganda cafe and you might be like silly name the name and i was like yeah i know it's very silly um, 
but it was really cool because they had like this artwork along the walls and it was a very like colorful place um and it was definitely more like for tourists it was like more clean modern so we definitely like started like on the safe side I guess because like my dad was actually like really worried about getting like food poisoning and like stuff I'm allergic to peanuts like he was like scared that I would have like an allergic reaction we definitely started like on the safer side and I got like a vermicelli noodle bowl um with grilled pork um vegetables all that jazz and it's definitely a staple that I have a lot here in Seattle or the U.S. so it was interesting like having it in Vietnam too and it's a birthplace and I would say like they like compare pretty similarly because I just like had so many vermicelli noodles in my life it wasn't like mind-blowing or anything. Do they do anything different than here in the U.S.? Not really like I think you know egg rolls like the deep fried um yeah it's kind of like lumpia but mm-hmm. Vietnamese they like use a different like outside or wrapping but that's it. still crunchy yeah it's still crunchy it's just like i think they use like rice paper instead of like the normal mm-hmm. it's like the smooth one yeah and then i can go through these quicklier so and then we like went to i'm gonna butcher all these names but bep me in and it's like i didn't know this but after the fact i realized that it was like michelin recommended and it was one of our favorites i would say of the trip because it had like the best which is like a Vietnamese crepe and it has like this yellow crunchy outside and it's filled with like shrimp and pork and we just thought it had like the best flavors um and it was like the most cr- crunchy and like fresh so we would say it was like the best bonsai we've had in Vietnam and then my dad was like you know like in the beginning I was like oh he was like really strict about like oh you can only drink water from this filter water bottle that I got and you can only you can't have any fresh vegetables they have to be cooked by the third day he was like i'm tired of this i want to go eat out on the street uh, and have some street food so then like he like goes off and has a noodle dish and then like i try street food for the first time like a week later when we come back and i had this noodle soup dish and it was actually pretty yummy but it's actually like so fun trying street food because you know the risk is like half the fun and also, it just, like, feels more authentic. Street food is so much better, I feel like, because you're in that, like, busy atmosphere. And then the food, like, experience is also different. I just, like, I wanted to try it, like, at least, like, one time before leaving. Did you get out fine? Your stomach? Oh, yeah, my stomach was fine. Bless. Didn't have a allergic reaction either, so bless up. I thought I would, but I didn't. And then... Second to lastly, we went to the Singaporean restaurant because we never had Singaporean food before. And it was recommended to us by a local. And it's called Singapore Frog Leg Restaurant. Oh, interesting. Have you ever had Singaporean food before? I think a while ago, but Seattle doesn't have very many Singaporean restaurants. But did you have frog legs? I did. I got, so first we got like this white porridge thing. Um, it's kind of similar to, like, lots of other Asian countries. It's kind of, like... Congee? Yeah, congee. Um, and then we got the frog legs, the frog legs stew. And actually, like, it tastes very similarly to, like, chicken. That's what I was gonna say. A lot of people say that frog tastes like chicken. Mm-hmm. So, like, it wasn't, like, too big of a deal. How about the flavor? My brother compared, like, he didn't like it because he compared the texture to, like, a chicken and, like, fish combination. Like, if the two textures were combined. But, like, the flavors... Interesting. I know. The flavors were fine. It just tasted, like, 
a teriyaki slash like a salted teriyaki like chicken dish stew teriyaki frog yeah kind of like it wasn't horrible would i eat it again maybe but like it was a good experience just like try it were you a little nervous at first yeah but i was just like yolo everyone here is eating it might as well that's that was my mindset and then we also got shrimp paste fried chicken and coffee pork and you couldn't taste the coffee and the pork. It was more just like a sweet and salty pork vibes. Um, but those, it was a good experience just like trying new stuff. Oh, and then also the local recommended me to get like barley tea. And it tasted very interesting too. It had that like, I don't know how to describe it. And then lastly, before we departed the city, my brother and I... Um, grabbed which is like the equivalent of like uber or doordash in vietnam um we grabbed some mcdonald's just to try it and was it different no it was like the same so that was a little disappointing waste of a meal it was more like a snack because i just got like fries just to see if they were different but they're not different (laughs) you should go to the mcdonald's in japan that one's different that one's different okay well that concludes the saigon part of my trip do you want to go to the restaurants you went to where wherever you went during winter break sure so um my family and i spent a few days up in richmond in vancouver british columbia aka canada um we had lots of food we went mainly for the food a little bit for you know looking around just to get out of seattle but Food was our main priority. Um, Firstly, we went... This is out of order, by the way, but I ranked it based on memorability. Um, First, we went to this afternoon tea tasting place. It's this, like, really cute Japanese cafe with lots of, like, matcha, hojicha baked desserts called sujiri. Do you like matcha? I do. Some people don't. I don't like the Starbucks matcha. Oh. I've never had, I've only had Starbucks matcha before and didn't like it. That one's bad. That one kind of tastes like grass. It does taste like grass. It's very fresh. Mm. But you have to get like the good Japanese matcha, not the whitewash Mm. matcha. (laughs) I'll have to try it again. (laughs) We did this like set menu, which consisted of hojicha tea at first. And then they later brought out this like big board um, with a plethora of desserts and little tasting items um and it was really cool because we went to this like back room and it was like this traditional um what's it called where you like take your shoes off oh i don't know what that's called but it's like a traditional like seating oh a tatami room okay it was more of like a tatami room um so it was like my family sitting around a table with like a drop down for your feet Um, which was really interesting, but very comfortable. And then this, like, four-foot-long board came out. Um, It had two little... It's, like, snacks, basically. It wasn't, like, a full meal, but very filling. It came with two little seaweed-wrapped rice sandwiches. One was filled with salmon, and another one had tuna inside. And then on the top of it, it was, like, shredded egg. So it's more of, like, a sushi roll, but not, like, a roll. Um, and then also on the board was a bunch of matcha hojicha desserts. Uh, my favorite was the matcha panna cotta, 
super good flavor it had like a really good smooth texture not super chunky um and also not too sweet also on the board of desserts were these chestnut and matcha paste i guess you would call them like swirly things on top of this like super soft um like bread shortbread cookie thing yummy um we also had these black sesame mochi balls um rice stuffed tofu skin matcha macaroons as well as hojicha and matcha ice cream swirls so like a big dessert board with a few savory snacks that sounds like so fun because it's like it's like a japan like you were saying like a japanese twist on like english tea (laughs) london tea um it was like japanese tea time oh that's and because, like, it's so nice because it's, like, small portions, so you can just, like, have a little bit of everything. So, like, really exposes you to, like, everything. Mm-hmm. All the flavors. And it wasn't, like, cheap quality either. I feel like the quality of food was pretty good. And it wasn't as expensive as your traditional matcha or your Steel. traditional tea tasting. So, good deal. I highly recommend. We will be going back when we're up there again. Um, I like how it's, like... <laughs> I like how it's, like, you get to take your shoes off, because I've been to a restaurant like that in Whistler, also in Canada, um, and it's just, like, so fun, because it just, like, makes it a whole experience. It makes you feel at home, mm-hmm. very comfortable. Japanese restaurants in the U.S. should start doing that. Some do, but yeah. I feel like very few Yeah, I feel do. like very few. Um, next up is HK BBQ Master, also known as Hong Kong Barbecue Master. Um, I would say the highlight of the trip for my family, it, it's kind of, I wouldn't say it's a hole in a wall, but it's like a very tr- trend, it's not even trendy, it's like a very popular restaurant, I guess, to locals. Um, they always have a line out the door, it's like, you can either eat in or take out, the takeout line is like wrapped around the parking lot, so very, very long wait, it's like an hour wait for takeout. But we ate in there twice. Probably the tastiest barbecue ever. They had like your traditional Asian barbecue. So duck, pork, and chicken. Their duck wasn't super ducky, which was good. (laughs) Which is what my mom described it as. Did you try the duck? I did not because I had my wisdom teeth out. Oh my gosh, I forgot. It was very hard this entire trip for me to eat. Wait, Chloe, let's get back in time. How is your wisdom teeth removal? Um, you know, I don't really remember anything. (laughs) I remember the car ride home. Same. Um, My mom has this video of me. I sent, like, a picture of myself to my brother, and then my mom got worried that I was sending it to my friends because, you know, I looked a little silly. (laughs) When I was done with my wisdom teeth, I wasn't, like, you know, in the videos or, like, that go viral where people like I was silent the entire time. Yeah, same. Like I didn't say anything. I felt so like, glad. I felt by like the way. Norm- I felt like normal. Like I was scared that like if I got my wisdom teeth out, I would like become like this alternate person and just like start blurting out random like things. Yeah, um, I wasn't like that. Yeah, neither I- was my brother. Something. So like, how was your teeth? Like, did it affect your food experiences a lot? I couldn't eat rice, which at this restaurant they have the best like sauce to go on your rice. I was very sad. I ate very slowly. Back in Seattle, we went to Farine, 
and I got this like grilled cheese with tomato soup and it took me like half an hour to eat half a grilled cheese sandwich. How far did you escalate from soup to actual food? Um, you know, I didn't really follow directions, but <laughs> I was, I tried to be very careful. So I ate rice, which I don't think I was allowed to, but it's okay. YOLO. Well, technically you can just pretend that the rice you ate was like congee, which is like soup. So, boom. It's like those little like teeny bites of food get like stuck in my mm. holes. So. Mm. I think it was not exactly the ideal time, but I had to do it sooner or later. Did you like take them out and then you went to Canada right away? No, we spent like a day or two at home and then we went to Canada. Girl, what? That's a quick turnaround because I remember I think I ate soup like two or three days. But the thing about me is that like I don't really like soup, so. Mm. Carmine's it is. <laughs> so, patience. Gnocchi. Gnocchi's the way to go. Oh, that sounds good. Yes. That was my breakfast, lunch, and dinner <laughs> all day long for two days. Lol. Anyways, back, okay, to, back to HK, BBQ, BBQ Master. Um, very long line. They make their sauce fresh. That's what I was talking about. So it's like they're, you know that like, it's not soy sauce, but it's like that brown sauce that like goes over rice, makes it super flavorful. That thing was the best because they made it fresh, but I couldn't really eat that much. I had, How about like, on the second time? That you were... Well, that was like a day later. Oh, gosh Not darn. Not super helpful, I know. But we went three times on our four-day trip, so I think that just goes to show how good this restaurant was. Um, the staff was also fantastic, I have to say. They're super <laughs> hardworking, and they remembered us. You guys are just memorable. They're like, the Yangs are in the house. We went like... At like nine nine p.m., right when they were about to close, and we expected to, you know, get turned away, but they're like very welcoming, very nice, very nice. I love a good barbecue, so yummy. I think I'll I'll do one more, and then we can switch back to you. We went to this Michelin star restaurant on our first day there. The drive up to Canada was so long. I was so bored because I did one not, and a half hours. I did not have the aux, so we were listening oh. to my brother's music the entire time. Boo! Were you not listening to Christmas horrible. music? Horrible. Um, oh, my mother tried, but no. Christmas. I got I got it down partially. We we listened to a few Christmas songs, but I horrible drive. I have to say, like two out of ten <laughs> well you were there so you made yes. it what did you get at this michelin star restaurant or actually what's it called sorry um it's on candy street called Iden in chuanju day beijing duck house very long name i don't know if i'm saying it correctly but it's like a very i would say the fanciest restaurant that we went to not even very fancy but more like Formal, I guess. They're known for their Peking duck, and it did not disappoint. It was really satisfying to see them like cut the duck when they brought it out because it was like in perfect symmetrical parallel lines, <laughs> which I appreciate. Um, and their duck is very flavorful, I have to say. And usually Peking duck is eaten with like a white fluffy bun, but here they use like a wrap, mm. like more of like rice paper thickness they, I think oh. they call it like a thin pancake but that sounds good that's all I ate 
we went with family friends and they got like a set menu but because I can eat anything so we got Peking duck my brother got this like wagyu roll stuffed with mushrooms and then we also got fried rice so that very sounds so good simple I ate very slowly that day but <laughs> two okay. days after you got your wisdom it's teeth so out. embarrassing to eat in public it is I feel like I just like look stupid because my face is like all puffy <laughs> I eat so slow and I'm like chewing the same bite for like 20 Poor minutes. Poor Chloe. That sucks. <laughs> was your face like super puffy or was it like relatively it normal? Okay, yeah. No, I feel like I had the same experience as you. Anyways, face not super puffy. It was definitely a little bit chubby, but yeah. Because I, I literally went to like soccer. Still okay, eat but how a did you go bit. to soccer? <laughs> I like didn't play. I was just like, I just helped with like the equipment and stuff. I don't know. I had. I also just kind of like talked to the other injured people. Were you wearing your head wrap? You got you got head wrap like an ice wrap. I you did. know that thing that like goes over your. You didn't ice at all. No, I just had like my Spider-Man ice pack that I used. Lame. I got that full treatment. No way. No fair. Uh, it seems like so long ago now that I did it, but but that was like a few months ago. Yeah, it seems like forever ago for me. Actually, not really, but, like, my face is still a little bruised. It looks fine. It looks normal. Like, I couldn't It looks tell. like I got, like, punched. <laughs> You've been through a lot this winter break. Well, that bruise has calmed down a lot, so. Good thing school's two weeks after. That's true. That's true. You know, you did it during a good time. But it's so you. sad that, like, my break was spent, like, sad. Sadness. <laughs> yes. As long as, as long as you... You got to go to a Michelin star restaurant and still enjoy it. I think it was Michelin star. Just say I it's Michelin star. I assume so. I saw the little Michelin guide on the wall, so. Michelin star. I assume so. Okay. Well, back to Vietnam. What is the next restaurant on the list? Okay. So to move on to cities, um, my grandparents live next to this beachside city called Vung Tau. Um, I think I'm saying that right. Um, and we actually stayed at this, like, really nice hotel there, and it had a great view of, like, the water, the unswimmable ocean, um, unswimmable ocean. We just, like, stayed, there's, like, two beaches there, there's, like, a front beach, a back beach. We stayed near the front beach, which has, like, which is closer to the restaurants, but you can't swim in it, but I wasn't even gonna swim in it anyways. I wasn't gonna even go, go swimming anyways. And then there's, like, the back beach, but, like, that's near no restaurants. Okay, wait, I have a question. Sorry. How tropical is Vietnam? It depends on where you go, but I would say it's it's pretty tropical. Like, there's a lot of, outside of the cities, there's a lot of, like, trees in, in the rural areas. Um, yeah, just lots of trees. Um, is it super in some sunny, places, super humid? It is pretty humid. In Saigon, it was, like, 90s, 92, oh, 93. Oh, my gosh. But it depends on what city you went to. So, like, welcome though, back to Seattle. I know. It was really hot there, too. It was, like, 90s, more than 90s. And, like, my grandparents' place, and, like, my dad's side of family, like, they don't have any, like, AC, because that just doesn't exist in the town that they live in, because it's, like, so small. They just have, like, fans, so I was, like, sweating the entire time while, like, they were talking. Um, but it was a good experience, like, just seeing everybody again. But they all seem fine. Yeah. They're used to it. They're chilling. They're thriving and having the best time of their lives. But anyways, moving on to, like, the restaurants in Vungtau. We ate at this one called, oh god, um... Gone How to Seafood Restaurant. 
and it had like the most prettiest view ever um of like the boats in the water and like the sunset and like the little hill in the background and it was a good seafood place i got like some grilled shrimp i think i just also don't really remember and i got like other seafoody dishes like fried rice and stuff um and this is actually when my coconut water obsession began because in Vietnam, there's like every restaurant you go fresh to, you can get a fresh coconut, and it's so good. Like I actually miss it so much. Like I would, it would be, literally like be my water for the day. Cause like I'm really bad at drinking water, so it's like good water. Yeah, so I would like, I would have at least like one or two coconuts a day, and that would like be my water intake. Did you climb up a tree and go pluck one yourself? No, I didn't. But um, I would eat the coconut meat outside of it by myself. Slash my dad would do it for me. And it was so good. And then that's when I began to have coconut every single day of the trip. And I really miss having coconuts now. So I took it for granted. Are they pretty cheap? Yeah, it's like... Oh, yeah. The thing there is, like, the conversion rate is, like, crazy. Because, yeah. like, 25,000 Vietnamese dong is $1 mm-hmm. in the U.S. So, like, everyone there is, like, a millionaire and a billionaire. Because it's... 25,000 alone. Mm-hmm. And, like, 1 million... Vietnamese dong is $40. How much do most meal cost? It depends on the restaurant, but, like, some of them can actually be, like, pretty expensive, considering, like, the conversion rates, and they could be, like, a million dollars. A million dollars. Uh, you or, had like, a million dollar meal I know, trip. I know. And then, like, some of them, like, the more, like, not as touristy local restaurants, those can be, like, really cheap. Those can be, like, 200000 300000 which is, like, 12 bucks. I had a $200,000 meal. <laughs> I know, it was great. I, like, I'm actually so good at, like, converting now. So, like, if you just give me a, give me a price, I can, like, do it in two seconds. 570000 so. 570000 That would be $23. You really practice your math skills on this trip. I know, I had to do it fast, too. Because, like, also, when you go to the markets, they give you everything in Vietnamese dump. So, if you want to bargain, you have to Did think you bargain? Yeah, no, my mom, like, we can speak, my mom can speak Vietnamese, so she's really good at bargaining. But I feel like they can tell if you're, like, not a local, and then they, like, triple yeah. the price. Yeah, they start tripling the price, so then you have to go down, like, halfway, and then you can get at a good price. But I feel like you can go lower. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay, it's fun. It's, it's fun. It's part of the, it's part of the experience. It's part of the shopper's high after. And then, anyways, I guess I can do, like, another city, too, because that was, like, I only we only stayed there for one night. Um, that's how we, like, stacked up our hotels, by the way, because, like, some places we only stayed for one or two nights. So you travel, like, hours just to stay there for one night. Vung Tao was, like, two or, like, two and a half hours away from Saigon, like, by car. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you spent, like, overday traveling, basically. Probably. Problemont. We'll see. Um, and then the second place... The other place we went to was called a city called Boon Matwat slash Pamatwat. Um, and it is the where my mom's side of the family was originates from slash is from. So there's a lot of like my grandma and my grandparents, lots of their cousins, siblings, nieces, nephews, whatever. I think mostly cousins live there. And it's actually like way cooler there. It's like high sixties, low seventies so nice so i did we did not pack for that weather though so like um i had like a thin jacket and it was like kind of chilly but it was like actually really fun because 
a lot of like my second cousins that I had no idea that were existed were there and like they only speak Vietnamese but like they're learning English in school so they had like such a fun time like they're like obsessed with me because like they had such a fun time like talking with like like their English cousins to practice their English can they speak like, Vietnamese? I can't, but, like, I can understand them. So I, they would, like, say something in Vietnamese and just, like, respond back in English. <laughs> um, but, like, they were just, like, so silly. And it was just, like, so fun meeting new people and everything. And the place that we went to was called Trung Nguyen Coffee Village. And it's, like, a coffee shop with, like, a pretty nature view and lots of trees and stuff. And there was, like, I got this fried banana crepe thing bus in um and i don't know it was like it was a good place to like because it wasn't like a big city i went to it's like a pretty small city and it's like pretty low-key compared to saigon so it was like a nice little break and i i actually got to drive a go-kart and i got to ride on a moped so it was like fun and also like my great grandma she owns like a coffee farm so it was like cool like exploring like like the like the farm area and like the trees and everything so fun was it more inland it was it's like an hour flight or like not even like 40 minutes flight from saigon so it's like middle i don't know it's hard to explain on the map did you meet any of your actual cousins i don't think i have any actual cousins oh i did meet my actual one actual cousin on my dad's side and that was, he's, like, 30, though, oh. so, like, <laughs> <laughs> so there's that age difference right there. Are you going to keep in contact? No, we didn't actually really uh, talk because he doesn't speak any English. But it's okay. We don't have to, we don't have to reminisce on that. You have favorites, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That um, sounds like a very fun place to be. Did you drink any coffee on that farm? No, but I'm not a coffee drinker. But I did try, like, they have, like, this Vietnamese egg coffee. Egg? Where they, like, they whip up egg yolks, I think, to make it, like, frothy, and they put it on top, and that was kind of interesting. Roth? I think so. I don't know. Interesting. Okay, well, I think that can conclude part one of Eating Adventures podcast. Obviously, like... Um, we did not anticipate two parts, but yes, but stay tuned. We will be back next week to resume Haley's adventures in Vietnam and my adventures in Canada. Yeah, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Eating Adventures. You can follow us on Instagram at Eating Adventures Podcast for some posts about our winter break. Um, and you can also download Eating Adventures on all your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify. Amazon Music or Apple Podcasts. You can also listen to us live every Wednesday at noon here on KMIH 889 The Bridge.